0: (laughs) And now we're on misogynist of the week. So as we alluded to earlier in the episode, Amy and I wrote an op-ed for the Ottawa Citizen this week in response to some comments made by our mayor. So basically, one of the city councilors, Diane Deans, is advocating for a women's bureau and a women's liaison to be added to uh, Ottawa City Hall. So the bureau uh, would just be maybe a department, maybe a, like it could be, could be anything from three to twenty employees, for example. Mm-hmm. And the liaison role would be given to an existing councillor, city councillor, um, and it's largely ceremonial, but would be kind of an advocate for these issues and would therefore not be adding any sort of HR resources that aren't already committed. Uh, when asked about this, the mayor, Jim Watson, said that, quote, he's not interested in creating a big bureaucracy and would rather see the money for women's issues and equality be put into actual programs. Which, fine.
1: It sounds innocent That's
0: enough. That's f- That's fine, and you know what? That's not a
1: wrong answer. But there's an assumption there. I just, first of all, I I just want to just jump right in. I'm so angry. So we can't just jump right. I know, I know. So
0: the (laughs) issue is that one, the mayor is dismissive of um, this new women's bureau, assuming that after having done no costing, no studying of the issue, that it would add to the bureaucracy. Two f- is dismissing the idea of adding a ceremonial role to a, an existing councilor's portfolio would would be adding to the bureaucracy when we already have liaisons for sports, refugee settlement, housing, and veterans. veterans. <laughs> um, but women, you know, aren't one of those groups. So let's. Well, have you
2: seen the makeup of city council? It's atrocious. Well, that's the thing.
0: There are 24 counselors on Ottawa City Council. Four of them are women. Yeah. So 17.5%-ish.
1: Also, by the way, in a city that has a significant, like, more women than men and very high education rate, like, it makes absolutely no sense that the pool, uh, like, yeah, anyway, that the numbers are what they are.
2: Question. Does Jim Watson have a woman problem? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And... I believe you spelled that out in a recent op-ed. <laughs> yes.
0: So, I also did this through a tweet thread. Um, Very eloquent, by the way. Which, like, I can I can <laughs> understand the you know having liaisons for different things. Veterans, you know, they can experience mental health issues, social isolation, and all of these things. Yeah. Sports. But Sports. Like, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna do something for not not. A, a number of people or a p- policy portfolio. Yeah. We're going to do it for something to marketing, to bring like the the outdoor NHL game to Parliament Hill or we're going to try to get the Canada Summer Games. Cool. Great. Honestly, that's fine. It brings people here, creates tourism. There's economic value. Mm-hmm. But to just blatantly ignore women is Insanely offensive because you're basically promoting masculine issues only.
1: Oh, let me just rip into this for a second. First of all, Jim Watson didn't refuse to participate at, in a mayoral debate on women's issues in the last election. No, just two, did two, two, elections two elections ago, just didn't show up. Okay, yeah. did, I, if it's too, yeah. So just didn't think that he needed to be there, and also I think he feels entitled to being mayor, and frankly doesn't do show up at a lot of places that he should during uh, campaigns. Um, other than his like attending events I don't think he's there to argue policy issues this is the mayor that supported um, you know marking uh, the anti-abortion like day of you know, right to life day, whatever at city hall, mm. uh, earlier this Isn't year. this last the same year. man
2: who allowed some like 80 year old veteran to fly his anti-abortion. Yeah, that's that's, that's why I'm that's referring to And
1: they marked it as a, a day in city hall. Like they have this ceremonial, ceremonial acknowledgement we about of the this day. In the pod, I'm, in, I'm like I'm, July. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So not that with long ba- with Bailey's middle finger.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So not that long ago, right? But like this, and then defended it by saying, "Well, we can't pick and choose." Well, either like you can't pick and choose. First of all, it's totally within your purview to approve or disapprove of these things. We wouldn't allow you to have hate speech day or anything else. Why are you letting this happen? Um, and then is nowhere to be found on so many other issues. It took so much canvassing from activists to even get him to make any public statements about the bubble law. Um, around the abortion clinics. He was completely, like, invisible on that issue until people made it absolutely politically necessary for him to comment. Yeah. And now he's fucking coming for us on Twitter. Be- no, that's no. the thing, though. No, no, he comes... To, he, well, okay, let's say Article Okay, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. I've been, like, Well I, I'm embellishing Twitter, it, but... Apparently, I'll no, give no. You I've been the out. Look. Yeah.
1: So yeah. another city councilor starts commenting, Scott Moffitt saying, you know, well... You guys are you guys are ignoring the hard work that city councilors so, are currently doing. Yes. Yeah. So by in n- the op-ed, yeah. he
0: said that there are eleven uh, committees uh, that the Oops. council runs, two of which are run by women. And in fairness, those uh, committee chairs are selected by council. Yes. Um, and the two committees that the women run, uh, Diane Deans and Jan Harder, one is the planning committee, which deals with social housing. The other one is the community.
1: It has a very list. Community, social, something. So none of the hard stuff. So that's what we said. We said, quote, unquote, soft issues. And we use quotation marks. And then Scott Moffitt comes in and says, well, those are the two committees with the largest budgets. Those women do great work. Uh, It's unfair to characterize uh, Yeah, it's unfair to characterize those in a dismissive way. And we're like, well, we're not characterizing them in a dismissive way. We agree with you that that's important work. Our issue is the lack of representation and the gendered nature of these portfolios. And we don't think they're soft issues, but people think they're soft issues. And you you wouldn't see a woman, conversely, at the head of the finance committee or the head of, like, like that's, like that's 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 the argument. But so, so he he was
0: like yeah okay fine we, we got to a common
1: sort of and then at the end ish. he was like we should research this more we should did it well okay Absolutely, but the numbers sure. are there like we can research it more but i think what we're telling you is on a gut check level and also knowing what we know about em- like employment equity and representation and how policy why is Why wouldn't made, there be
2: research already?
1: Why wouldn't there be research already? Other cities do it. I worked in the like a similar office um, that dealt with equality and inclusion at City Hall in Windsor, where we wrote an employment equity policy. We did. We did. A, we had a liaison role with all the community organizations that touched on race and gender, um, LGBTQ issues, and we don't have that in Ottawa. Like, and that was a de- over a decade ago. Not to age myself, but like that's like we're so behind on that shit. And but on top of that, like there are stats, and there and the citizens also written about how senior management of the seven or of the twenty uh, most senior positions, highest paid positions at City Hall, seventeen of them are men.
0: I tweeted about this when that came out when they reworked yeah. the whole organization.
1: And and this uh, like the stats in general about hiring at City Hall are abysmal for women.
2: I'm totally on Aaron's Twitter right Aaron. now.
1: I I don't I don't trust this. When he says we can just put the money into programs, I don't trust he knows which programs or how to do it.
0: So he also said, uh, I don't remember recall exactly where, but that there's women. There's no barriers for women to to enter politics. Are you? I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I mean, sure. Technically, that is correct.
1: Well, it's like how we have equality.
0: It's technically, technically correct.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, and then you look at the, fun, like the how much fundraising is involved, how people are recruited, who is supported, who people turn up for. It's like you have to be igno- super ignorant living under a rock to be a politically engaged person, a so-called liberal, living in Ottawa and not know that there's a gender imbalance or that there are systemic barriers to women's inclusion.
0: But also, let's talk about the unrealistic expectation that Jim Watson is setting as mayor. So he's a single man, who is very concerned about his public persona. He goes to fourteen different barbecues a day, uh, takes a photo with everyone, puts it on his Twitter to say, "Hey, I'm supportive of all these organizations and all of these like." Which schools. organizations, though? Doesn't matter. But it does. Well, I, that's that's not my argument. Oh, okay, right now. okay, sorry. Um, so he's <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh, and, th- and then I have a council meeting, and then I'm gonna." Read some emails, and then I'm gonna go to another meeting and s- another appearance, and then go and call it a day. Cool, great. Um, a w- your that unrealistic standard of being able to make so many public appearances is not the same. It's not accessible for women because it's she very likely has, may have children, and may have to take care of those children.
2: I see what you're saying. So childcare becomes an issue. Because it becomes more inherently more expensive.
0: It becomes expensive, but also yeah. it becomes unrealistic because, and like, more if, this, unrealistic, if the yep. city, if the residents are expecting the mayor to be at 14 different events a day,
2: but is that an expectation or is that
1: just a well, tone he set? Well, I think he's, he's, set? he's, he's making
0: setting them, it an expectation. He's yeah.
1: also making. I mean, his whole reign has been very like cere- like it is ceremonial. He just shows up. I don't. I haven't seen him do a lot of heavy lifting. I mean, infrastructure-wise and a lot of things have, have started to move with him, but, I mean, I don't think people are holding him accountable for some of the shoddy work that's happened. Well, he's not... Okay, so... And uh, there's a complete so lack of transparency so around what So happened, let's talk about that know. infrastructure.
2: Yeah. Okay? Um, OC Transpo is abysmal. Okay? Sorry. Th- people, this is just inside baseball. It's Ottawa. But it's the nation's capital, so that's why you should care. Anyway, um... That it, even though ridership on OC Transpo is going down, we are building and expanding OC Transpo without dealing with the problems. Now, how? What do you think the breakdown is gender-wise in terms of those who take OC Transpo? Well, oh,
1: exactly. Defi- definitely right? more women. There's more a women, huge more low-income, g- income. more low-income. More the prices are, yeah. yeah, and the pr- the price of OC transfer has never been more exorbitant.
2: Exactly for Whoa. what we, oh my gosh, it's awful. Sur-
1: yeah, and especially for the service that you're getting,
2: it is awful. Yeah. Now there is a low income pass. He will say that would be yeah. his rebuttal, but um, I think in terms of value, we're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Jim Watson also likes. I think. He is more on the economic expansion of Ottawa and building up its economic profile, mm-hmm. which is why uh, at oh, one time they were time gunning
1: for Amazon. Amazon, which would
2: have been a fucking disaster. <laughs> I think because,
1: we dodged a bullet.
2: Uh, uh, we did dodge a bullet. I don't even know who got the ended up getting the Amazon. It hasn't been, it hasn't been decided. Okay, so so R I P to that to that town or city who gets it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Jim Watson also is like there's just this. I, I think of him more as neoliberal in in his in his policies and his thinking. So he's basically you know Hillary <laughs> before Bernie, um, you know yeah yeah, yeah invasion yeah. Hillary. Okay yeah. So uh, I I really I'm not surprised because this is how. A lot of, of neoliberal type people, um, center right, center left, kind of handle issues, especially social issues. Is that what? Well, well, we have we have this program, so it should take care of everything, and it's okay. Now, the fact that he has to say we should put more money into programming instead of having this women's bureau tells me that there's not enough money put into women's programming instead of into this quest for economic expansion because you wouldn't have to make that statement if everything was person you know everything was was copacetic
1: right and i mean uh, just to kind of go back to what we wrote in our our op-ed like the crux of our argument is that one we don't like there is no one gender Program where all this money should be funneled through right. that could do this work. There's no singular women's issue either, except for maybe childcare that would probably be a, something the city should take up more. But it but there are huge intersectionalities where gender and other identities come into policymaking at all levels, and the role of that uh, kind of a bureau. And we don't we're not it's not our idea. We're not inventing it. But the you know a need to have at least a point person or people um influencing policy, doing that research that looks at the how these inter- intersectionalities play with all the policy making of the city. And it can come up in transit. You know, there's the example of Sweden and snow plows and snow plowing for bike lanes um that came out of a gender based analysis that David like there's so many ways that um gender, um, you know, economic like economic um, class and, and everything else can come into policy and it doesn't seem like the city is doing that based on who runs city hall in terms of managerial positions, doesn't seem like anyone there is capable of doing that, as it's mostly white men who work there. City council is mostly white men. So why and and, and Jim Watson has made it very clear that he's not dependable on these issues. So why should we have blind faith in him you know, following through on this so called promise of injecting more funding for gender issues, where I, I don't think he knows what they are. He doesn't know the scope of the issue, and it impacts every level of decision making. Um, like this kind of analysis would need to come in at every level of decision making. We
2: want evidence based policy, but don't want to provide the evidence. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I was happy about with the whole... Sorry, going back to the federal budget and black Canadians is that there was money allocated to study and to research and to provide that evidence. Um, And evidence is only as good as the people who who seek it, Mm. right? So if you have a a city council that's 17.5% or 17-plus or whatever percent women, I mean, how do you... We talked about how economics and, and the lack of women in economics affects policy and what policy is brought forward. I'm pretty sure that it's the same thing with Ottawa City Council. The other thing, too, is that how many racialized pe- I hate that word, racialized. Okay, how many non-white <laughs> people are on that council? Maybe one, if you squint.
1: I am... Um, uh, There's... W- yeah. Oh, there's yeah. one Arab counselor. Yeah, that's maybe the, two. That's the one I'd have to squint. go back and yeah. look. Yeah. All right, we don't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, like, no, but fair enough. Someone who's white passing, I, absolutely. absolutely white passing. Like and he's this in, is not, and he's in charge of the. Re- he's the liaison for refugee issues, and he's yeah also a little bit iffy on that file yes, because yes. by the way, we're not a unified front either. So yes, yes. Yeah.
2: So yeah, so the 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 federation's conversation, I'm sure, yeah, could well be applied. Like, oh yeah. Oh man. And uh, I can only imagine. Okay, <laughs> I can only talk. imagine. <laughs> um, but like, I, I, I know. I, I know. I even I even have his name in my head, which is funny because I don't remember names. Um, but I've, I I don't see issues coming forward. Now there are a lot of language issues that they pay attention to because yeah. it's all white people. For the most part, yes. that's language who they're thinking. Language is huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's the and, and like, it's not that you know people. There are people of color whose first language is French. Mm-hmm. It just seems to be the debate is is framed within this Quebec centered um, way, and I th- I just think that that's old. So stay
0: tuned for uh, more Ottawa mayoral bullshit as. Uh, <laughs> Our uh, city elections come up over the fall. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. It's election time. I love it. Yeah, it's I a love big,
0: it.
1: It's a big year for al- elections. So I
0: know. So. We're yeah. going to continue to push the mayor on this issue. Mm-hmm. You know what? Why the hell not?
1: Continue. Well, what yeah, else absolutely. are we going to do? And yeah. uh, <laughs> if anyone is looking to run for mayor and compete against Jim Watson, let us know if you need volunteers. Yeah,
2: I would. I would like to have. I would like to have you on this show. Flash, think on the about show, it.
0: Maybe we'll volunteer for your campaign if you don't <laughs> suck.
1: Yeah, I mean, sell us on you first. Yeah, like, like don't
0: like, don't just be like, oh, I can do it. Be legit. No, but like, we're letting
1: you know there's a void, and we need we need he needs to be challenged. Yeah.
2: At the very least, there needs what to be it a would do is, yes, there needs to be a race. And number two, it would actually, we would actually be talking about these issues in Ottawa.
0: As always, we'd like to thank MediaStyle for letting us use their space. MediaStyle is a progressive public affairs agency located in Ottawa. They are a social enterprise in Canada, a better place. You can follow the pod on Twitter at Bad and Bitchy, on Instagram at Bad and Bitchy Pod, on Facebook slash Bad and B Podcast, and email us your questions for our dear bitches column, for um, if you have critiques, if you want to give us something to cover on the podcast.